The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of the Real News Communications Network. Thinking out loud without a filter, this is One Blunt Woman with Wanda Mays. It's happy hour, well at least for me, so cheers and welcome to One Blunt Woman with Wanda Means on the Real News Communications Network. I am your host, Wanda Means, and this is my second episode of this show. And we will cover everything from just me and my mouth, to this shit really happens, to when being so twisted does have its benefits. So to start with, I have Kevin here with me. How you doing? Good, Kevin, good to see you. Good to see you. And I have my very favorite yoga instructor from Sunstone Fit, Amelia Victoria. Love her. Say hi. Hello. She is fabulous. And she is here going to talk to us in the third segment about yoga and its benefits in life in both the bedroom and out of the bedroom. But today, to start with, I'm going to talk about what it's like to get busted by or what's worse to get busted by your parents in high school for doing it or getting busted by your kids now well i can honestly say i've been busted by both when i was in high school i got busted by my boyfriend's parents sneaking into their pint-sized doggy door i was mortified the dad was standing there and said well mm, needless to say i went home oh arg so i thought that was bad until I got busted by my son. Now, I have to tell you, we have an open door policy. My ex-husband and I have a great divorce. Our kids stay at my house, his house. We give them kind of carte blanche. We don't really follow a schedule. So my son will go back and forth. And usually we, the, the younger ones, we say, okay, you're at mom's, you're at dad's. But the older one, he's, he's 16 and he drives. So last homecoming, he came home. I thought he was going to his dad's. Bad communication. And I had a friend over. Well, I guess it wouldn't be so bad if I wasn't a screamer. Ugh. To get busted by your son and being a screamer. That's just not good. So he left. And I don't know any of this. He went home to his dad's. Two days later, he comes over. And that same Mercedes is at my house. Well, this time he comes in. And he yells, Mom, to let me know that he's in the house. Well, I'm upstairs. I go downstairs in my bathrobe. And... He says, Mom, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I just got out of the shower. No, you're not. I see that same Mercedes, the one I saw the other night. Ugh, busted. I was mortified. I don't know if you've ever been busted by your parents or your children, but I will tell you being busted by your children is far worse. Oh, so I'm thinking to myself, this is a really bad, epic parenting fail. But then I thought, you know what? I wasn't being a parent at that time. I was being an adult, exercising my right to have sex with another consenting adult. I had no idea my son would be walking in. Remember in college when your roommate had someone over and there would be a sign on the door? Okay, you knew, don't go in. You know, girl code. In your case, Kevin, guy code. Right. Right, you didn't go in. Okay, so I can't really do that with my 16-year-old. So I told him, I just shot straight. I said, listen, honey, I'm an adult. And I have sex, and I date, and I'm not embarrassed about it. And I, this was uncomfortable for me. Now, turn, turn the tables, and I walked in on him having sex with an, a girl. That would be different. But he's still 16. I'm a 46-year-old woman. 
And as, as uncomfortable as it was, he turns to me and he says, you know what, Mom, it's okay, I get it. But next time, could you just let me know? <laughs> I said, okay, honey. I will let you know if I have a friend over, which one time he did text me at 1030. He said, Mom, I'm coming home. And I said, not tonight, honey. I get it, Mom. So it's very unusual relationship I have with my oldest son. But I truly feel that honesty really is the best policy with your kids. Now, I'm not going to sit there and go into detail about everything I do, but I'm going to tell him, listen, honey, mommy is mommy. I don't even say mommy to him. I say that to my nine-year-old. Mom is a woman. She's not married. And if she wants to engage in adult activities, that's her choice. So where I think it kind of kicks us in the ass is when we lie to our kids. My son, my younger one, we were on the boat. And this is when he was three years old. And my girlfriend refused to tell her daughter that she drank. Because some people just don't want to be honest with their children. And I don't think it's a big deal. It's a legal activity. My kids have seen me had a drink in my hand many times. So he, we decide that we'll pour her vodka in a water bottle. We'll take off the wrapping, the label. And we know that that's her vodka. Well, my three-year-old goes for that bottle. Of course, he doesn't know because he's three. And he takes his first swig of vodka three years old I went diving across the boat to yank the bottle out of his hand of course I start laughing because it is kind of funny but then my girlfriend is mortified and I'm like why don't you just shoot straight with your kids because then that way my kid's not taking his first swig of vodka at three years old I don't know Kevin how old were you when you had your first swig of vodka um you know when it comes to liquor I don't know when I was growing up though and I was I remember being pretty young and my parents would let me have a sip of something just you know that Okay, I get that. Because it's not like a frowned upon behavior, but you know, so I would have I had like a sip of beer probably when I was like five or six. I give my 16 year old champagne or wine or whatever or a beer. No big deal. Here, have a sip, whatever you're in Europe, they drink it. It's no big deal. But I don't want my three year old doing it. So, but the point is, is that. Right, and not under those circumstances. And not it's under not those. By accident, <laughs> not thinking by it's accident. water. It's yeah. Three, right. So I'm like, just, just shoot straight with your kids. Let them know that, okay, A, I'm human. B, I drink. Yes, I date. And oh, okay, guess what? I fuck up too. That's okay. I think it's okay to show our human side to our children. Okay, so moving on. I went to Mardi Gras this Hold on, weekend. Before you move on, I want to ask one question on your last subject before you shift away. What does happen if you do catch your, your oldest son in, uh, in the act? What would be your next course of, course of action? Well, I have told him many times I'm way too young to be a grandmother. <laughs> I don't want you having sex with anyone. Maybe when you're a little bit older, but he's just now going through puberty. He is a late, late bloomer. bloomer. Yes. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. His voice is starting to change. It's kind of makes me laugh yeah but i mean and he's a really mature kid and we have a really good relationship but we've talked about masturbating if i'm going to get into masturbating i have told him listen what you do in your bedroom is your business i don't want to hear about it i don't want to know about it lock the door don't talk about it it's normal do it whatever just keep it to yourself being caught doing that though can be very traumatic for a for a young man and right let's just say i just it's it's normal behavior so if you're gonna do it right just do in the privacy of your own room. So I was going to talk about Mardi Gras. I went to Mardi Gras this weekend, and that place is crazy. I had a little bit of fun with Santa. Yes, Santa was at Mardi Gras. So I'm just going to say that Christmas came really early for me this year. Took a, took a trip to the North Pole? I did take a trip to, to the North it. Pole. Yes. 
And friends of mine said, well, why didn't you go for the elves? And I said, well, I went straight for the boss. Did you see his jingle balls? I did. And I got to play with those jingle balls. Good times, no doubt. Did you, did you eat his candy cane? <laughs> I'm sorry. I could go. I have a million of these. You I do. Go I, you're good. <laughs> I got home at 9 a.m. Let's just say that. I don't remember the rest. I don't think I slept. Although I did sleep Sunday through the Super Bowl. Oh, sorry. I missed that. And then I'll talk about the hottest, gayest man, not gayest, the hottest gay man I have ever encountered in my life. I got to party with him all night Sunday, and he is my bucket list. He is not on my bucket list. He is simply my bucket list. The hottest man ever. I love that man. I know he's gay, and I love his husband, too. They're both fun. So, had a lot of fun at Mardi Gras, and next I will be talking about Taylor Swift is channeling me. I will talk about getting busted by the metal detector at the airport. And we'll be talking about war stories. Don't move. More of One Blood Woman with Wanda Memes is next on RNCN. Something that every business owner relies on is good advice. And that's where SCORE can help. SCORE is a nonprofit organization where we provide free business consulting services to people who want to start a business. For nearly 50 years, SCORE mentors have been helping businesses realize their dreams. What's even better than dreams is making a dream come true. Volunteer your expertise. You've got it. Share it. Volunteer your expertise today at SCORE.org. Tuned in to One Blunt Woman on RNCN. This shit really happens. Welcome back. I'm Wanda Means, and I've been told that I am one blunt woman. Well, at least I I know I'm a blunt woman. I say things for shock value, I'm sure, or some things I just say out of my mouth, and I don't know where it comes from. So this shit really does happen. That's my second segment of the show, and I'm going to talk about the shit... That really does happen. I'm not creative enough to make this up, but I do find myself getting into really fucked up situations. You know that Taylor Swift song? I feel like when she wrote Blank Space, she was channeling me. If you look at the lyrics, you look like my next mistake. It's going to go down in flames. I have a long list of ex-lovers, and they will tell you I'm insane. Taylor Swift is 20 years younger than me, and she wrote this song. And I feel like when she was writing it, in the back of her mind, she kept saying, this is for Wanda Means. I had several of my friends send me the lyrics to the song when it came out. Yes, you do look like my next mistake. And I can't tell you how many mistakes I have made while being um, divorced in the past three years. One of them, which, which was this attorney that I dated in Fort Worth. This guy chased me relentlessly for, oh, I don't know, eight or nine months. He was like in love with me. He said, you're the most amazing woman. He would drop everything he's doing for me. And then he'd come and be like, oh, wonder what can I do for you? He always kissed my ass. And I was in love with another guy. But I'm like, you know what? He's time filled. He's fun. He's nice. He's engaging. So finally, he tells me in bed. Of course, they always say it in bed. Go figure. I'm in love with you. I don't know what to say. I can't respond to that because I don't love him. I'm not in love with him, but I'm like, oh, you're a great guy. You know, this other guy wasn't really working out. Maybe I do deserve to be loved. Okay, so I think about it. I ponder it. So a week later, I tell him, you know what? I can't believe I just said his name. I have just... (laughs) 
I'll bleep that out. Don't worry. Yeah, about bleep it. that out. <laughs> Sorry. I said, you know, I I could fall in love with you. I'm gonna let my walls down. I'm saying goodbye to the other person and I'm gonna fall in love with you. Two days later, I kid you not, we had a date, four o'clock. I need to cancel. In a text. He's never canceled on me. He's never he's always been Johnny on the spot, always respond to me. He'll be in court and text me. I mean, crazy stuff. So I'm like, okay, this is a complete 180. Is this guy bipolar all of a sudden? So I pick up the phone and I call him, what the fuck? This is not, hello, 10 months you chase me. I finally tell you, I'm willing to let the walls down. I want to try and fall in love with you. Well, now that you've said that to me, the chase is over. I kid you not, he said, the chase is over. So I am shocked. I go, does this mean we're not going out tonight because I really wanted to have sex? (laughs) So he canceled on me because I finally acquiesced. I finally let my walls down. I finally said, okay, I think I'm going to like you. Bam, boom. I don't love you. I just said that to see what you would say. Who the fuck does that? Who says, who chases a woman for months on end and then says when he finally gets what he wants, oh, the chase is over. He said, the chase is over. I just... I don't get it. So I wrote a blog about it. Oh, did I mention my blog, Jesus Divorce and Over40.com? I know I've mentioned this before. That's where you can find all of my blogs. And I did blog about this, but I am just shocked that you can be chased relentlessly and then the chase is done. Men love the chase. I, I admit, I like the chase. I will chase after certain people. And then when they finally acquiesce, I'm like, I'm done. But I mean, like, I'm not going to chase someone for 10 months. I mean, this guy chased me for 10 months. Moving on. Oh, that was crazy. So I just want to thank Taylor Swift for channeling me. I was going to have a girlfriend on and talk about her dating divorce stories. And my friends, but she couldn't come because she had to go to work. She said, Wanda, some of us have to work for a living. I was like, oh, sorry. I do work. I have four kids. So I was going to have her on and we were going to talk about how fucked up dating is in your 40s. And so now that she's not here, I'm going to have to ask Amelia, who's in her 20s, and Kevin, who's in his 20s. They really don't know what it's like to date in their 40s. I'm actually not in my 20s anymore. I just, I turned <laughs> oh, 30 in August. 30. Okay, yeah. so I have a 20 plus year old and a 30-ish year old and 40 kissing fucking 50. <laughs> God. Ugh. So sex for me is very fun. I don't know. Is it fun in your 30s, Kevin? I'm guessing. Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. And Amelia, you're 30. Well, now you're in a serious relationship. Yeah, I was going to say, what if you're fucking someone that's in their 40s? Does that count? Uh, that counts. Does that count? Does that give you like an age bump? I mean, I in think your, it your does. expertise? It should be. Well, my biggest yeah. delta was, well, actually it was 13 years, but he lied to me and said he was much younger. And then I finally said, you know what? Fess up. How old are you really? But generally, my oldest age that I knew about was only nine years. And that was the doctor that I dated. And I actually had drinks with him last night. And I wanted to, because I love him. Not I'm not in love with him. I love him because he is, he fucks everything. And he his stories are awful. He flew a girl in from some website called Lucky or Luxie. Flew her in. All the pictures she sent was wrong. He picks her up at the airport. She, of course, is 30 pounds heavier. Doesn't look near as good as the pictures she sent from 20 years ago. And then he's forced to spend the weekend with her. <laughs> I just thought, this shit does happen. People will pay to fly people in. They meet on some worldwide website or dating site. I mean, have you ever done a dating site? Tinder? Match? I've used Tinder, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've done Tinder. I haven't done this Luxie. And I just don't want to fly somebody in and pick them at the airport and go, oh, ooh. 
Yeah, that's more of an investment that I'm willing to uh, commit I to, mean, for sure. I mean, I went out with a doctor one time on a date, and he was at least 30 years older than his pitcher. And I said, I'm sorry, we can't do this. And I got up and walked out. We were at the Palomino downtown. I just thought, people do lie. They well, I think lie. that's wrong. It's shitty to misrepresent yourself. Though. People I mean, it's, lie it's constantly. Yeah. And he was telling me other stories. And he was showing me pictures and videos on his phone last night. Wanda, look. Look at this girl. Look at her. Do you think that's her? And do you think that's her? I was like, I think you should have to put an uglier picture of yourself online so that when you see them in person, you're not blown away by their... I've had men say to me, you are much more attractive in Make sure they're pleasantly surprised. Yes, right. I've had men say to me, you're much more attractive in person, which is such a nice compliment. And I know I'm not the best picture taker because it's always weird taking a picture by yourself. I'm not a fan. Even my wedding picture was odd. I'm like, this was weird. So I don't understand why people lie. So you were on Tinder. I mean, did, Kevin, did you lie? No. And you're, you're honest. Yeah. I mean, I grabbed a couple of pictures off Facebook. I'm like, this is as good as I'm going to look. And I threw them up there. I didn't I didn't do any... I didn't take a picture that was... I used a current one and used anything that was old or Photoshopped and nothing like that. So any dick pics? No, no. Any I never hap- sent anyone a dick pic, actually. Any happy trail pics? No. I think the happy trail is pleasant. Amelia? It, it can be. <laughs> did you ever take any pictures in the bathroom, a selfie with your shirt off? Yeah, I've done like that before. On Tinder? No, 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 not on Tinder. Oh, okay. I had no, the, to someone I was like in a relationship with. Okay. I had the bartender who was straight text me a picture of him, of his incredible body and his enormous penis. And so I sent it to my girlfriend and I said, oh my God, look at this guy. He's the straight bartender at Roundup, which is a gay bar. She kept it in her phone. We're sitting at a bar last year. I said, oh my God, that's the bartender from Roundup. She scrolls through her phone back 2,000 pictures and pulls up the picture that she still had from two years prior. So we're sitting there. He's on a date with a girl, and we're looking at his dick pic. <laughs> he's, he's literally three feet over from us. You're like 10 feet from his actual penis while looking at a picture. Yes, and I told my girlfriend, I said, oh, my God, we cannot. <laughs> do not let him see me. Anyways, I have some wild stories that I could tell, but we have to go to break. When we come back, we will be discussing the benefits of yoga in the bedroom and out of the bedroom. Hang tight. More of One Blunt's Woman is coming up. I was all geared up for the party where I'd finally meet Kate, my dream girl. But there was no party, all because I got the flu. If only I got a flu vaccine. Sam got one. Sam went to the party, and he's going to another one tonight with Kate, which I'm missing since four days later. I'm still down with aches, chills, and fever. Flu is a serious illness for everyone, even really healthy people. So get vaccinated. Find a location nearby at flu.gov. Brought to you by HHS. Tuned in to One Blunt Woman on RNCN. Welcome back. I'm sorry, I started to sing the song. I love this song. Welcome back to One Blunt Woman with Wanda Means. And we are going to talk about how yoga benefits your life, both outside of the bedroom and inside of the bedroom. And here I have Amelia, who is my yoga instructor, or one of my yoga instructors from Sunfit. Sunstone Hello. Fit. Yes. 
You changed your name because you were Sunstone Yoga, and now it's Sunstone Fit. I know it's crazy. Now you make us do like core shit. God, I hate that. Can I just we're do downward you f- swing balls around? I know. Can I just do downward dog? It's so much more fun. In certain classes, you absolutely can just do downward dog. And I really like Cobra. You know, doing. It's been said that Cobra increases your testosterone. Well, I would believe it. Do you know that my doctor says that my OB says that I have the testosterone level of an eighteen-year-old boy? I believe that as well. Shocking, I know. (laughs) It must be all the sex I have, and I think it's important to masturbate weekly or daily. What about you, Kevin? How often do you masturbate? You know, not as often as most guys. I think not that I don't. Oh, because you have a girlfriend. I have a girlfriend. Yeah, but I mean, still, there's been times where even if you have a girlfriend, you still gotta, you know, still gotta throw a beat every once in a while. I, I do believe. That I would say se- once every once a week. Once a week. Okay, that's yeah. good. I believe that sex with yourself is important, and I there's, think it's healthy. It's very beneficial. Yes. So we all agree that we all masturbate. Okay, good. Now back to yoga. We can't really masturbate in yoga because it's. I'd prefer you didn't. There is a group of people <laughs> in there, but I will tell you. Sometimes when I when I finish yoga, I do go home and masturbate because it has really it really arouses. I do it after working well, out just, sometimes. I just well, right. got you all hot and sweaty, so why not? I know, and I love when you get on top of me. <laughs> no. Strictly professional. That's child pose when you oh, lay like yes. a child and then. Yeah. Your instructor can sit on you and stretch you out more. May I say it's crazy. The two of you together, you both have very sultry voices. It's it's like the <laughs> ultimate duo right now. We uh, Amelia is almost twenty years younger than me. <laughs> so but you, but you would never know. You could be on my bucket list. Although, as in the last section I discussed, I only have one person on my bucket list, and he's the hottest gay man ever. Okay, so yoga. The first images of yoga were. I'm, we're in 2500 BC. Fast forward 3,000 years later, which puts us, or 3,100 years later, well, that puts us into 600 AD, and that's when they first did Tantra Yoga. Are you familiar with Tantra Yoga, Amelia? Um, slightly. So Tantra Yoga is arousing the sexual senses, and some say it can be when you hold off having your orgasm. And some people think, what's the point of that? Sounds terrible. I know. <laughs> but once you hold it back and then release it, it's phenomenal. So it sounds like you're speaking from experience. I've, um, I, I think there'd be a way higher number of women who can do this than men. Well, th- well, right, because a man, well, some men I've been with can hold out. You can. Forever. You can make that happen. Viagra, you know, God, I don't take any any aids whatsoever. I don't even use any sort of lubricant. I am just one very ready and willing woman to go and i think yoga i started yoga when i turned 40 and i've done about six or seven hundred classes because they count at sunstone yes they count um how many times you go which is great and they give you all these bands which i love and i have my 500th band and that's for wisdom no yes so very wise i'm very wise i'm wise enough to have done yoga 500 times And, and truly it has made me a much more flexible woman which helps in sex. Yes. But I'm just taking from the avenue of how yoga can benefit you in the bedroom. But Amelia, you're the you're the instructor here. I mean, you know how it can benefit you in everyday life. Yes. I mean, there's so many benefits to having a regular yoga practice. Um, when you say regular, you mean like three classes or four classes a week? Yeah. I mean, definitely I would say at least three. And when I was a student, I was going five days a week, and I was the happiest I've ever been in my life. I'm always, I have such a euphoric high after yoga, and sometimes I'm in there and I'm bitching to myself saying, oh my God, can we just get through this? And then you hit a point and you're like, 
wow, I mean, the sweat is dripping down me. And I just, I don't think about anything other than how elated I feel. Yeah, it's really the addictingness comes from after your class. Because when you're in there, you really are hating me. Yeah. I know you are. Well, no, I, you're not the one I hate. There's a couple that I'm not a big fan of. I okay, won't say well, who, but when I'm telling you to hold and, and whatever, you, you're oh. like, oh, this is the worst. But yes. it's when you leave, when you're in your car and you're driving home or you're driving to wherever you have to go that you're like, I feel, it, it's almost the same feeling after you have sex. That feeling of just like, ah. Oh, Thank you. Yes. And I when 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 I'm in triangle and you make us hold for 60 seconds, I do want to kill you. Yes. I do. And cuz you're like all you think about is how much longer this is painful. Can your body really do this? And I remember one time you saying as an instructor you had to do it for 6 minutes. Well, we did this thing where we had yoga Olympics, and um, it was it was to see who could hold pause, poses the longest. Well, and why isn't yoga a sport in the Olympics? I, I think it'd be amazing. But I what I really would love to see is if you could do like a triathlon with yoga. So if you could swim, ride your bike, and then at the end do like six hours of yoga or something, whatever the equivalent is to you know running a half marathon or a full marathon because running just sucks. Have you ever done yoga? No, that, that was going to be one of my questions for you, ladies. Is what kind of ratio do you see of men to women in a yoga class? Oh, is I it, see is it like one or 10? two. Yeah, yeah. May, it may not be that high, but there's always there's at always a least guy. One there's guy always at least one. in my class. Is it a guy who's like kind of young and in shape, or is it an older no, guy? No, it's oh my everyone. god. My yeah. ex boyfriend would come with me, and <laughs> he couldn't do anything. And I'm like, oh my god, you were a professional athlete practically. Why can't you do any of this? Mm-hmm. And 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 they're like, that is the hardest thing I've ever done. I, mean, I, I love it when people are like, no, yoga is just stretching and it's so easy. I'm like, come to my class and I'll literally kick your ass. Oh, you kick my ass. And I, it so is the like hardest workout. Do you burn calories and stuff during that? Yes. It is a hard workout. I'm but there's not so joking many. You. Can you like get in shape from doing yoga? Yes. From only yoga, no cardio. Well, yeah. I've lost all my baby fat. My giving birth baby fat by doing yoga really? well and ice hockey too but I, I i feel that no matter what your sport is you should add in yoga in your practice wow yes. because i do a lot of damage to my body playing hockey when when you get hit against the boards it doesn't feel good no so you have to really go into yoga and kind of reset yourself definitely it's it resets yourself in anything that you do if you're lifting weights no matter what kind of exercise you do playing hockey playing any type of sports this is your place to like reset and and check back in and get yourself healthy again well even running yes when you run you're pounding the pavement with your knees there's you just don't have that when you're in yoga you really do i mean it is a workout but you're not pounding yourself we're not doing burpees th- but you do do burpees in one of those classes that i hate i don't do the burpees i'm it's not true, though. i mean running sucks i mean that's that's pretty much how i get all my mm-hmm. cardio and everybody's just trying to find a better way to take your mind off it because you hate doing it it's like you're listening to music or watching tv at the gym while you do it because it sucks it's really unpleasant it, it well okay so when you're in yoga there's no music you're in yourself and you and you have to get into your zone and I love getting into my zone because you know they say that oxygen that yoga is oxygen for the modern soul and I believe it because we become unplugged in that moment we um it's it's serenity it offers peace to the mind the heart the soul my sister-in-law my ex-sister-in-law I've told her to come to yoga with me she will not come to yoga with me because she feels like it's going against her Christian faith I don't that get that at all. Is I mean, a what, whole other topic. What does that even mean? But I'm like, okay, Amelia, are, yes. are we praying to any Hindu gods in your There's class? There's no praying. There's no. Praying. There's no spiritual There's or religious no spiritual. affiliation, right? Maybe I mean. two thousand years ago when they were doing tantric yoga. Okay, maybe. But I, 
I'm just there to get a good sweat, a good stretch, get my heart rate up, become sexually aroused. Although I don't have sex with you, Amelia. Although we could. You're kind of cute, but you're way too young for me. And I enjoy, so I go home and I enjoy the workout. I enjoy afterwards. And I enjoy my mind, how I just come to peace. Well, it's it's also a form of uh, meditation for people that literally cannot sit still and meditate. When you're doing these postures with your body and you're, we're telling you to just breathe and we're telling you to be still and you're listening to the words, you're trying to get your mind off of all the crazy bullshit that's going on in your life. So it, it is a form of meditation that's... That's amazing, and so many people need that. Well, thank God for yoga, and thank God for you, Amelia, because every time I see you as my instructor, I'm so excited. I feel the same way when you walk in the door. Kevin's telling me that we have to go. We have to wrap up our second episode, so thank you for listening in to Real News Communication Network. Be sure and go to my blog, JesusDivorceAndOver40.com, and upcoming shows will be more dating stories, parenting in this entitled world we live in, and of course more about sex in your 40s. And remember, out of tremendous pain comes an exorbitant amount of strength. For more information on Wanda Means One Blunt Woman podcast, follow us on Facebook at Wanda Means One Blunt Woman and visit us on our website, JesusDivorceAndOver40.com.